The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. It is a 3.06 on this, the Tuesday edition, back to school edition of the 6.30 Chat Afternoon News coming up uh, right around 4.20, right after we finish talking with Global News, all the details of this year's listeners trip and how you can win your way in. You don't want to miss that. No, it's a good, it's a really good trip too. Wow, it's I'm, fantastic. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited, I'm excited about, about it yeah. uh, big time. Um, Todd Hirsch will join us at 3.30. We'll be talking about um, ATB's last Alberta Economic Outlook where they're saying that we're kind of out of a recession, although it's going to be um, tentative moving forward. It's not going to be huge growth uh, over the next year, but they seem to uh, feel fairly confident that we are on the right track. Quickly, wanna want to touch on this one before we get to something else. We, we've talked about this on the show numerous times, about tipping, not tipping, whether or not tips should be built in to the prices of a menu. So, like, there's a number of restaurants that have uh, done this no-tipping policy. Mm-hmm. There was a place out in B.C. I think was the first one yeah, I had in them the on country the show. to do yeah. it. Earl's did it down in Calgary. Earl's tried to yep. do it. And now another one uh, in the city of Edmonton um, has reversed its de- decision, just saying it's just not feasible. Yeah, and, you know, I know this is one of those topics. First of all, our listeners don't agree. You and I don't agree on whether or not tipping should be, you know, a thing or not a thing or whatever. We're probably never going to agree, but I think we can agree on this. I hope we can agree on this. Changing the policy never works. You see it time and time again where a restaurant tries it and says, no, we're committed to this. The staff loves it. Everybody's on board. But I've yet to see a restaurant where it's worked. I've yet to see a restaurant that even six months later is still using that mm-hmm. new policy. It never works. The The whole psychology of tipping is so ingrained in that industry that you're not, a single restaurant can't change it and, and won't change it. And, and I've seen it fail time and time again. And I, I, as I said, yeah. I know you and I don't agree on tipping. I like tipping and I don't think it should be included. I, I, I'm not sure what you're, I, I don't, that we don't agree on tipping. Well, do you, you and I have argued in the past, and I don't want to start a new argument, but you and I have argued in the past as to whether or not, why do you why do you have to tip, or why is tipping in this one industry, and why can't it be changed? And uh, again, I don't want to I don't want to start well, that argument. Well, no, I was saying I I suspect that this could be changed and done successfully, but the 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 wage the wage that the restaurant would have to pay the staff is just not feasible for them. That's all. It's not feasible for the restaurant. Or the staff. And well, to, to make what they're making, if they're bringing home two, three hundred dollars a night in tips, mm-hmm. it's just not going to work for the restaurant. No, and it changes everything yeah. because, and again, I don't want to get everybody fired up on this. I know all the arguments on both sides. My argument at the end of the day is that restaurant after restaurant who've tried it have failed. There's a reason why it fails. If your wait staff, if you're in the service industry, specifically in a restaurant or bar, you rely so heavily on those tips, and and the honest truth is that you rely on not claiming them as income. That's right. So as soon as it becomes part of your income, even if prices can stay relatively the same, even if your wage goes up, there's that one guy who or a girl who leaves you a $200 tip or, you know, whatever, you're not claiming it. Mm-hmm. And, and you only have to do it for a short period of time before you realize yeah. that this policy is costing you money. And however they sell it to their staff, 
or, or if they even do sell it to their staff, because they all say the same thing. We've talked to the staff, the staff are yeah. behind this, and yet it never works. Either that's not a true statement, or the staff just didn't realize How what the impact lose, would yeah. be. Yeah, and, and and it's a cultural thing. I think certainly in, in North America, there's other you know places in the world where, where tipping is is not customary. It's just not something that is mm-hmm. that is done. But in North America and certainly in Canada, tipping is a thing, and it is what we do. Mm-hmm. So, and I like to have the control over that, honestly, because I don't. I want to not only be able to reward, but I want to be able to, if punish. I'm being honest, punish. <laughs> So I don't want to say that, well, I got horrible food and horrible service and the tip's automatic. I don't want that. It's it's the one thing I can control out of a <laughs> restaurant or bar scenario. This text just came in and goes, I'm just listening to you guys on the radio in the car. Some guy just honked at me to get out of my parking spot faster, so now I have to stay here until both of us are dead. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Okay. Um... <laughs> Just do it to tick Another off. policy, yep. Just stay there. Just stay there. Some... Ugh, never mind. I'm not going to get onto that one. Yep. Um, I want to wade into this one. Um, someone the other day, a writer, Andrew Lawton, he's a, he's a host on Global News somewhere, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, and, and it was a, a discussion about whether or not asking for her father's a blessing before proposing, whether it's respectful or sexist. Mm -hmm. I guess there are some out there who are now claiming that it is sexist because... It dates back to the days where she's a commodity. All that sort of stuff. And this burned my butt, to be honest with you. Oh, come on. Well, you used the word blessing, right? Um, And the problem, I think, lies with with the word permission. So... Asking a father's permission to marry their daughter and asking for a father's blessing are, in my mind, two different things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would necessarily, I would also say not maybe just dad as well. I would say both parents. Traditionally, uh, it's dad. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. Well, okay. So here's the jumping off point for me. As we came back to air, I texted my feminist daughter the question, mm-hmm. does your boyfriend need to ask my permission to marry you. And I hope, by the way, this does not speed up any plans they might have. I simply wanted to know. She says, here's what I think. This is my daughter. I don't think the boyfriend needs to explicitly seek permission because, as you know, I don't think we live in a time where we consider you to own me Mm -hmm. and my husband to be the new owner Mm -hmm. you're passing me off to. But I think depending on the relationship between the girlfriend and her dad or family, it might be a very nice gesture to get the dad's blessing rather than permission. Mm -hmm. Just to tell the dad or even um, both of the parents that you want to propose and you would love their blessing. Mm -hmm. I think she nails it on the head there. She completely nails it on the head. She's a smart girl. See, to me, I've had one boy ask for permission to marry a daughter, and I have asked permission to marry a daughter myself. I've seen it from both sides. I will tell you that as a dad, I use that as an opportunity to hear what his plans were (laughs) and how he intends to, you know, where does he see himself in one year, five year? Um, Are you both of the same religion? Are you intending to practice that with your children? Are you, and and it's not to get my blessing or permission. They're going to do what they're going to do. I simply want to have the conversation so that that 
guy starts thinking about mm-hmm. those things, the same as I would have that same conversation with my daughter, just in terms of, okay, I know you're getting serious with this boy. You're talking about moving in or you're talking about whatever. Have you thought about these things? And I just, at the end of the day, whatever makes my child happy gets my blessing. So, but I think it is an important practice. I, I guess I, I could leave it at that. I, I sort of cringed a little when you said both. And I know my I know my wife would probably disagree with this. And I, I and you know I am a little antiquated and a little traditional. I really like that one conversation between the boy and the dad. I really mm. do. I, I, and again, maybe it's antiquated, but to me it's like a couple of men. I mean, if you want to step up and be a husband, you're saying you're a man. So I just want to have a talk between mm-hmm. two men about how this is going to work. Yeah, and, and, and I'll respect that for you. I, I think it could be very easily parents, the the, sure. the mom and the dad or whatever the family arrangement is that, that, you, that you have. Um, coach asked, uh, talked, wasn't asked, he, he talked to my father. He talked to my mother, and he also took all my girlfriends, my five closest girlfriends, oh, really? out for dinner and sat down and talked with them ab- ab- about it. I have very few regrets in my life, but one is that I didn't ask Carol's father's permission. Mm-hmm. I felt I was old enough and mature enough that to. I didn't need his permission, yeah. and I think I had a problem with the word permission. Yeah. I wish now in hindsight, of course, that I had asked, and he turned out to be one of my closest yeah. friends, and I miss him every day. But I, I, there's a big difference between the word permission and the word blessing. Yes. And in some cases, maybe in some cultures, maybe in some arrangements, maybe in your family, permission is what is needed. I'd like to think that more and more of it's 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 being given the red light. It's it's given the nod. It's it's the blessing. Yeah. And to be honest with you, just to back this up again. So this Andrew Lawton wrote this this editorial piece, and he works for Global News. And in the line that started it says, "Despite my undying love for my wife, I learned this week that our engagement began with a a agrar- I don't even know how to say that word. A agrar- Greg. Gregarious. No, E-G-R-E-G-I-U-S. Act of sexism and misogyny, according to Cosmopolitan magazine. Is that a fact? So So, hmm. the the writer is uh, Jill Filipovich, and uh, she says um, that it's not a sign of respect. Again, it's a deeply sexist practice. Interesting. A woman's desires being secondary to more economic catalysts for marriage. Allison uh, texts, I am a feminist, but I would appreciate if a potential husband asked my dad for his blessing, not for me, but I know my dad would appreciate Mm -hmm. it, which is true, too. Mm -hmm. And now I'm going to say something... A uh, chauvinist, uh, because I've gotten away with previous statements, so I'm going to push the boundaries one more time. In my mind, if you are too scared to come talk to me face to face and tell me that you plan to ask my daughter to marry you, then you're not ready for marriage. If you're, if you're you not man enough to be a husband if you're not, to my daughter, yeah, yeah. You, that's the first mm-hmm. manning up you got to do is come talk to me. The next is to ask her. Yeah, and then think, after that, there's a whole lot of responsibility. I don't think that's sexist. I think that's your belief. And I think it that's is. how, you, how you, 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 you're going to perceive uh, that man. And, yep. and will he stand up for your daughter? Exactly. When Exactly, because she and again, not, she may not need anyone to stand up exactly, for her. Exactly, exactly. But in your mind, in my mind, yeah. the protection of my daughter is the responsibility for the protection of my daughter is being passed from me to this man. So I would like this man to man up and talk to me. Can people just stop? We as society are becoming so ridiculous. If you don't like it, don't do it. But sure. if I like it, leave me alone to do uh, to do it without your attitude and scorn. That says Carly. No. 
Hmm. I think it all depends on the relationship the daughter has with her parents and what you have with their parents. That's true as well. Uh, Nadine says our son-in-law asked both of us if we would accept him into our family. That's nice. Mm-hmm. I like that wording. Yep. It's totally sexist, says this text out of Red Deer. Yeah. Yeah, I... Uh, <sighs> I have no problem with it. I, I, I personally didn't see it as any sort of transfer of power or control. No, no nor did um, I. And again, I think it might have more to do with the parents or the dad that you're talking to mm-hmm. or how you view how you're entering your marriage. But certainly um, my marriages uh, were not that in any way whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't see that. And in fact, I... I had a lot of respect for Coach when he when I found out that he had done it the way that he did it, um, because my dad um, is very important to me, and I thought it important mm-hmm. to have that conversation. And I also thought it important to have that conversation with my mom. He blew me away when he went to my girlfriends and talked to them as well. But as far as my parents go, yeah, and you know that's the other thing, Jay, because once in my family, you are one of my children. So um, my son-in-laws, my daughter-in-laws, they're my mm-hmm. children too. And and I offer them the same love and protection and assistance I do my own children. So we need to be able to share that same intimacy that I share with my children that you can tell me anything. Yeah. So with that's where it starts with me is that you can tell me that you love my daughter enough that you would like to make her your bride. That If you're not able to have that conversation yeah. with me, and, I, you know. and again, I, I think you also have to respect what your daughter's wishes are going to be as Absolutely. well. If your daughter thinks it's old and antiquated, then you might want to look at it a different way. Even though that's what you may want, mm-hmm. it's what she wants at that, uh, at that yeah, point. Yeah, I mean, marriage in general is all about compromise when mm-hmm. it comes to the in-laws, right? So um, Ashley had me walk her down the aisle and give her away. Mm-hmm. It was That was the way she saw her wedding. I know with Maddie, it won't happen that way. Maddie will have Carol and I walk her down the aisle because that's what Maddie wants, right? So, you know, I am a traditionalist. I would prefer to give my daughter away, but as you just said, on that day, if that ever happens, and by the way, I hope all this talk is not (laughs) making that happen because she's too young and it's not where she's not ready. Well, she's not too young. She's 22 years old. She wants to get married. She could get married. Yeah, no, she could. What the, what? I still think 22 is young, but yeah, she could get married if she wanted to. Okay, well, thankfully, she's busy right now and not listening to the show. So, um... I understand that that's what she wants, uh, to have the two of us do it. And again, I'm sure the wording will be so careful as to who gives their blessing to this wedding or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, someone's telling me how to say that word. Oh, how? <laughs> I still can't figure out even the way that they've said it. Is it egregious? <laughs> no, I tried that. She said no. Egregious? Egregious? No, gre- egregious. Or oh, gre- were you going egregious? for egregious? I don't know. Oh. I have to see how the word is spelled. Yeah, English is hard. It's hard. Well, lots of texts coming in no on kidding. this one. going to read a few of them here. Uh, Brad and Grand Prairie says, I called my wife's mother as I saw her as the dominant family figure. I thought it was just a sign of respect. I also opened the door for all the ladies in my life. Well done. Just a respect thing. Should chivalry die? If we forget all traditions, absolutely, then what do we do? Then what do we have? I thought uh, ladies love to be treated like queens sometimes. Should we stop buying diamonds too? <laughs> <laughs> Funny. Uh, my wife's parents are not together. And when the time came, I made a big point of asking 
asking both parents for their blessing. My wife had no idea and I hadn't discussed it. This was my way of showing the family my respect and opening the door for them to ask me anything about any concerns they have and to share with them plans I was working on to share quality life with and for their daughter in this way. I was also able to look them in the eye and tell them I loved her this much. That's Pierre and Spruce Grove. Do you know what I have to tell you, Jay? I said earlier that it was a big regret of mine that I didn't ask Gary, uh, Carol's dad, to marry if I had his permission. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got engaged. And one of the reasons why I have such regret over it is that I got engaged. Gary flipped out. He was a traditional guy and <laughs> didn't understand why I hadn't asked him and didn't know me. He felt well enough. Mm-hmm. So I did end up having that conversation that I would have had with him had I asked his permission or blessing. And we sat on it, quite frankly, at the kitchen table by ourselves doing drinks and he grilled me Mm -hmm. for the better part of two hours and I would have to say that that was the start of our friendship yeah and and that's where I think we we gained mutual respect and connected and um yeah and and I get it now in hindsight from his perspective I was a divorced guy with, with children, kids, yeah. yeah, who was marrying his young daughter, and I'm sure he had seen her future different than that, <laughs> right? But, I mean, it's worked out. I think Gary would have been happy. I have three daughters, and if a guy asked me to marry any of them, I would tell them, don't marry that old, sexist, fa- uh, that sexist, old-fashioned, paternalistic dinosaur. Jay Lynn and Andrew, I believe that you're bang on with manning up, both of my son-in-law's. Uh, sons-in-law asked permission of both of us. Our youngest daughter came to us at 16, and although not formally adopted, her boyfriend thought enough of her to ask us. I hold both of these young men in the highest regard as a result. That's Randy. Hmm. And someone says, I wonder if these people that are so offended by the sexist tradition of asking for the father's blessing are equally offended with the father giving the daughter away at the wedding. It's just ridiculous. Some of them are. Some of them are, and we've heard that. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of children, by the way, uh, before we take a break for... Oh, this one too, though, I like. The great thing about traditions is they aren't law. You can make them work whatever way that you want in your family. You know, the text that we had off the top in which... um, I think it was Emily, I could be wrong, said, you know, I know my dad would like it. Mm -hmm. That's a really good text to me. (laughs) Because you know what? If you... If your dad would like it, make your dad happy. If it's not going to totally affect you as the woman, then... Make your dad happy. Um, but just before we take the break, I did go down over the weekend, met all of my grandchildren, uh, two and a half of them. So I had met Cole before. I met Wyatt, beautiful little boy. Uh, spent time with Ashley, who's due in December mm-hmm. with her third. So check that box. Great kids, great visit. Really love those kids. And started, honestly, to feel like a grandpa. So it's a good thing. Maybe you should visit more often. Well, let's not push it. <laughs> The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.